Hello and welcome to episode 28 of the FPL Hangover podcast where we raise the bar and lower the tone all things FPL related. This week we stare into the abyss as we have FA Cup fixtures coming up at the weekend. Uh, but don't worry, because we have a whole heap of shit to talk about from Game Week 26. And sitting here beside me, ready to spill his guts, Seamus. How are you getting on? Hey, I'm not too bad, Jar. How are you? Mm, I I'm good. I just took a big gall drag out of your don't cigarette. drag out of that, though. Yeah, no, um, it's, been a, it's been a mixed game week. Uh, started off kind of like it was going to be a good one. Saturday night. I did the Match of the Day Challenge mm. that uh, everyone's gone on about. How did you find it? Uh, I enjoyed the uh, social media kind of cleanse detox that was, detox, that was the word I was looking for um, that I had on Saturday uh, I said I'm going to spend some more time just with the wife off social media not worrying about the matches now I still was worrying about the matches yeah yeah, it never left my mind but <laughs> I was able to distract myself so it wasn't too bad and then by about 8 o'clock I was like why do I have to wait Another two and a half hours to see match yeah. of the day, oh, God. but it made my enjoy my my experience of match of the day much more enjoyable than it is most weeks. Yeah, uh, I was sitting down there, I had my had my drink there in front of me. I was watching, and I was like, okay, come on. What were you drinking? Peppermint tea. I think it was Club Orange. Oh. Yeah, yeah, mm. trying to be good. So uh, yeah, that doesn't. I, I should really be drinking beer to match my <laughs> FPL drunk moniker. You know, moniker. Yeah, well, I'm feeling pretty happy this week anyway because I did manage to claw back nine points on you. Uh, I got a score of 70, which saw me... That nine? Was it? What is it? I got 63. So seven. I got seven. Well, but that's still more it was than nine before your two came off the bench. It was... Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I thought we had done the same. And then I looked again. I was like, God damn it. You got Barnes cr- climbing off your bench for you. Mr. Barnes, yeah. Saved by week. Nice three 11 weeks. points. Yeah. Three weeks in a row he's setting my bench uh, with goals. And this week was probably the one I was most like afraid that he wouldn't... Uh, that you know that he'd actually do a bit of damage because he was uh, against Brighton. I was like, you know what, he can bang. He's he's on form. And uh, luckily for me, Rashford uh, was rested for the Champions League match. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I saw Barnes. A lot of everyone, like so many people, had Rashford, and uh, would have had people climbing off their bench. I was lucky enough to have Barnes as my first sub, and he came out with a lovely eleven points. Yep. So that saw me uh, pip you this week a little bit and yeah. kind of get a green arrow, which is unlike. The arrow that did you, you get got. a green arrow? I got a green fucking arrow. Oh, I didn't realize. Yeah. So what? Uh, what way did your rank go this week? Uh, what sort of green arrow? I got eight thousand uh, k rise. So That's I went good. from ninety seven point something to ninety point eight or something like that. Oh, ninety point one. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I didn't actually realize you got a green arrow. Mm-hmm. Um, for the second week in a row, I've had a red arrow with a score of sixty three. Both weeks have had a score of sixty three, and in those two weeks, I have dropped about fifteen k. That's a massive it's drop. It's quite demoralizing. Yeah. Yeah. So I've gone from, uh, in four weeks, that's my fourth red arrow in a row now. I've gone from 13K to 20K to 24.5K to 34.5K to 41K. Well, I went through my team first last week due to you giving me the privilege, and I will offer you the same privilege this week. Talk us through your team. Yeah. Uh, well, my move this week, my transfer decision was going to be to get Aubameyang in for Kamara and I was going to downgrade Hazard to facilitate that. Nothing wrong with that move. Nothing wrong with that move at all. And what actually happened, it emerged in the end and after we did our podcast last week, uh, it emerged that Aubameyang had had flu or cold or he was sick, I think is what they said. I heard he had the shits. Yeah, he could have had the trots, I don't know. But... uh, Either way, uh, I like to think that he had the trots. I I like to think it yeah. wasn't just a, a case of the sniffles. No, no. You know, I like to, t- to imagine worst a, case scenario. He's sitting on a marble toilet. Somewhere. He's wearing a man diaper. <laughs> yeah. That's what I like to think. Um, oh god! He's so I could I can't trust the man wearing a man diaper, well, as you know. Well, that's your own issues. Yes, yeah, my <laughs> own issues. It may just that's some childhood trauma creeping up right there. Okay, yeah. yeah. So uh, <laughs> before the night terrors come back. I decided I was going to hold off and see how things were. And the rumor was on Friday night on Twitter that he hadn't traveled with uh, the team to Huddersfield. He wasn't on the bus. So when I heard that, I was like, do I really want to do this now? I said, there was an option to get Lacazette in instead, which I seriously considered. Um, I was talking to uh, Max on FPL there on Twitter and he's had a he's been a happy Lacazette owner for several weeks, and he was uh, espousing the virtues of Lacazette. Yeah. 
and you saw he returned this week he got 9 points got he a goal did. and 3 bonus and yeah I didn't go for it in the end in the end I said look another player I want as well is Son mm-hmm. so I made my move for Son and I decided that Sané was more likely not to play which was the right call as it turned out so I kept Hazard um, for another week I thought you know what he could do something against City yeah, a player of his calibre can easily pop up with a goal and I just thought Sané wouldn't start um, we've seen that he's been benched against the top six teams yeah. and again didn't come off the bench uh, no we spoke about it last week I had him as my third sub this week because I, I saw that yeah I had the same decision to make do I go Hazard or Sané out and I went Hazard out just because I wanted to have that extra bit of cash in the bank for next yeah. week and not have to worry about a transfer so but I put Sané as my third sub because I knew he wasn't you know he wouldn't be fucking making an appearance yeah I could have uh, I could have got rid of Hazard and then put Sané on my bench but then I would have been like Sané or Dinya Whereas Hazard or Dinia was a no-brainer. you got to put Hazard in there. He's on penalties. He takes set pieces. He got two assists against Man City when they played them uh, around Christmas time. So I thought, you know what? I'll, uh, I'll stick Hazard in there. Now, he's a bit of a punt after he got me 15 points last week. Didn't happen. Came back with two. Where'd you get your points this week, so? Uh, so the points came in from Pogba in yeah. midfield. 16 points. Uh, Son got a late, late goal. He got me uh, six points. Captain Salah. Uh, so that was eight points doubled and Andy Robertson so in actual fact the Liverpool and Man United games which were the first two games on match of the day I was sitting there I knew my captain had scored got me 16 points uh, I knew that Pogba had scored two goals yeah. and uh, he's just really terrible. you up. knew this like obviously watching match of the watching day watching match of the day like, I didn't know who got bonus obviously Pogba yeah. I knew got the, probably got the three bonus I didn't know what Salah got but going on past performances sometimes he just doesn't get any bonus yeah so you weren't counting the chickens yeah and uh, I had Robertson who uh, got an assist and got me nine points. And I was kind of disappointed he didn't pick up any bonus. And then I also started uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold. Ah. Watching the highlights in like the 90th minute, he was played through one-on-one with the keeper. And I was up off my chair. I was like, he is definitely going to score. And uh, keeper pulled off a great save. Well, you so. must have been up off your chair when Van Dijk was, uh, when Van Dijk and Firmino were running fucking through against the keeper as well towards the end. No, I didn't notice that Van Dijk was... Van Dijk and Firmino were fucking two <laughs> against the keeper and Firmino, all he had to do was square to Van Dijk and he did an open goal. Yeah, uh, I remember two that, of them just I like didn't realise it was Van Dijk. It was Van Dijk, oh. yeah. Uh, and I was sitting there just like a fucking cunt. Pass, you bastard. Yeah, I was like, you selfish Brazilian fucker. That's what yeah. I was thinking. And uh, yeah, no, fucking sick in the view. He's already it. thinking how he can spend that uh, goal-scoring bonus Firmino. He's thinking, I can get my teeth whitened again next week now. Oh, jeez. Really blind those defenders, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so uh, that's where my points came from this week. Uh, oh, I also had, like, uh, not a clean sheet, but nice five points from Etheridge in goals. Uh, he got, like, made six saves, so yeah. he got two points, and uh, he got uh, one bonus point. And it was actually quite sickening that they lost their clean sheet in the 90th minute, the first minute of injury time. Um, now they went down and they got the winner mm-hmm. after that. But uh, I was looking at that. That was going to be a nice little haul for me there. And I think you know something about last minute... I do last Clean minute things, wipeouts. Yeah. So I was one of those unlucky owners this week who had Kalasnach. Um, I got him in last week for Alonso, yeah. uh, who got a clean sheet last week, and uh, got him in last week because I was like, I wanted him for this fixture. I wasn't hundred percent sure I'd have a Bamiang, and I wanted some Arsenal cover. So yeah, I'm going to go Kalasnach and rested him last week on my bench. This week he was my fucking secret weapon. Delighted to have him coming on. He had an assist inside the first half an hour or something like that. I saw that in match yeah. today too, and I thought because the commentary on match today were saying uh, said Mkhitaryan, uh, were saying they Mkhitaryan did. whipped it in. Yeah. So I was like, I wasn't even, I didn't even realize watching it that that was uh, Klasnic Klasnic. So I'm sitting there, pretty like at work, looking at the scores, going, okay, you know what? That's paid off. Like that that decision. I'm delighted. That's a bit of you know kind of karma for myself um no that's not how it ended uh the last uh, kick of the game almost he decided he was gonna boot the ball into his own net he didn't boot it he tapped it but uh i watched the match of the day replay and i went what why yeah what it, it seemed doing? like something he could have just avoided doing yeah so uh that was a bit of a sickener he went from i think it was there were talks of like 12 points uh scored and dropped all the way down to two yeah, I heard uh, he was on for 12 points and it dropped the whole thing. Because I was thinking that he just lost his clean sheet. Then I was like, oh, he scored an own goal. He got no points. I was the exact same because I was going off the app, uh, the Life score app. So I just saw assist, lost his clean sheet. So I was like a bit of a cunt. Came home, saw two and went, oh, you motherfucker. That wasn't even an assist. Looked up the fucking points tally. Realized he got the own goal. I went, oh, come on. You know? Yeah, well, I was off the social media that day, but... Uh, 
as soon as I, you know, match of the day was over, I checked my team. I checked your team and I checked uh, but I saw Duffy scored as yes. well for you that was one thing that I uh, I'd like to thank his seven point uh, return for why I gained uh, was really, that was the difference yeah yeah. well I mean we have such a similar team also mm. Etheridge got U5 whereas McCarthy and you mentioned me, Barnes the one and Barnes we actually looking back on it now I suppose we had a few differentials this week yeah I think the points uh, I got for Robertson was covered by Barnes and then some um, my keeper did better than your keeper he did uh, he got an extra four points in you there and uh, yeah Duffy then was was the difference the rest of the team is Duffy similar. man for me this season like he is definitely working his way towards stable voice status oh man yeah. I think so <laughs> uh, I'm kind of sick I kind of want to get him in Brighton have amazing fixtures coming up after this blank game week 27 and I really want to get in them but he is really the only person you can kind of go for I, I think Dunk is also an option no I'll tell you why I recommended Dunk <laughs> Uh, this week in my game week recommendations and the reason I recommended Dunk over Duffy I was going I was recommending Duffy and then I realised oh his ownership has now gone to 5% and my cutoff is 5% Okay. so I was like well he's reached the cutoff I can't choose him and then I was trying to justify it. I could just still choose him because he's at 5% yeah, yeah. but I was like you You're know setting what a no. precedent there. then I was like no it has to be under 5% uh, so I said look I can't do it so I'll go for a striker I looked into the stats on it and the baseline bonus, uh, Dunk's baseline bonus is quite high. It's much higher than uh, Duffy's over the last four game weeks. Uh, Dunk was getting some uh, shots in the box and things like that as well. But Duffy, all the stats were clearly pointing to Duffy as the bigger threat. Um, and you can see that. He's got more goals. Yeah, yeah. He's and getting, getting more touches in the box, things like that as well. But Dunk had some touches in the box. So I was like, you know what? He'll, he, there's still a good, he's still an aerial threat. And I thought Pascal Gross will just be dropping bombs in on top of the... The, the back line there who are they against Burnley Burnley yeah yeah well Dunk's lovely slip is what let uh, Ashley Barnes get the assist for uh, Wood's goal which you yeah. might have noticed on the match today I was I uh, very happy with that because I also watched uh, <laughs> that and because uh, I hadn't seen some of the matches and yeah when that went in that's his assist I was like I didn't even realise I didn't even realise that was uh Barnes assists until after. Yeah, no, me uh, too. I was like, it didn't look. It looked like a nothing kind of ball, so I didn't even look who pa- played the ball in. Uh, but it was a really unfortunate step, and actually that put Burnley then gave them the advantage, and they got the second goal. Um, did it go three 0 up? They already went. I think two. they went two 0 up. Yeah, they went two 0 up, but then yeah. it went two one, then three one, but then three one. But you know what? Looking at the positive sides of last week, we both made a similar move. I also got in Sun, uh, as we mentioned. I got him in for Hazard. You got him in for Sane. So he banged in a goal this week, 19 minutes. That kind of saved our blushes somewhat. Definitely. definitely. Uh, because uh, when I was looking at that I had chosen Son over Aubameyang, I felt like, damn, I've made the wrong choice here. I was like, look, Son's got something. Um, the only difference would be the three bonus points that Lacazette picked up. And mm. uh, Son has a really nice fixture coming up this week here again. Well, so. Son has Burnley away this week. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. Burnley aren't the pushover side that they were, you know, eight, nine, ten game weeks ago. I believe they're undefeated in six games. Is that true? I think so. I'll take your word for it. But either way, they're on a seriously decent run of form. And uh, as a Barnes owner, I'm happy to have him in my team. They have Spurs up next, so I'm not going to... I'll probably put him on the bench. He'll probably score again. But uh, after that, Newcastle, Crystal Palace... That's you know that's not a, a bad can, set of fixtures. Though. Can you afford to put him on the bench? Have you how many game um, twenty seven players have you got? I have eleven right now, and I still have a free transfer. So that would all depend on what I do with my oh. transfer. So if you get someone else in, uh, you would uh, do it. I yeah. could do it. It's I'm nice saying. to have a sub though, um, in case there's any rotation. Well, that's my big thinking, and to be straight with you, now luckily we're recording this on a Tuesday after uh, the Champions League first round of fixtures there's still a second uh, bunch of fixtures to go through and all the FA Cup at the weekend mm. and we're going to do a pod next week and that's going to basically talk about you know what we see lying ahead and how we're going to approach uh, the you know the, the double game weeks the blanks all this stuff we'll have a lot more information so yeah the FA Cup draw is going to be on Monday the 18th so if we do the podcast uh, this day next week on Tuesday we should know uh, who's going to have a blank game with tw- uh, 31 because the games will be played this week. Well, will we know? There could be some replays. We'll have a lot more information. Yeah. That's all I know. We should have a really good understanding of who's definitely going to have uh, a blank on game with 31, uh, who's probably going to uh, be playing, and uh, an idea then of 33. And then we, it's important to know because there's only, what? So it's game with 27. Only We've only got like... Four, five transfers you're going to have before then to set your team up for the the blank and then the doubles that come with that, 
and uh, yeah there's going to be this is where you're going to use your chips so we need to have an effective strategy and there's a few different strategies we, we can do we'll go into more detail next week exactly but as I was saying like the, in regards to the Barons transfer or uh, him in my team I'm not 100% sure he's still going to be in my team uh, come the fixture in game week 27 like I could you know be looking to upgrade to the likes of Aguero and whatnot. you know obviously not for 27 but mm. for the fixtures that come after it yeah but you know, it's a it's a good problem to have. He's someone who's on a such a good run of form and Burnley on such a good run of form that you know I could play him against anyone right now and not feel too worried about it. It's like yeah, fine. He's only five point six. I got him first, so if he gets me a two point return this week after getting three uh, you know weeks in a row of of double digit return well, of returns double digit last week, yeah. I'm not gonna hold it too much against him. But that's one of the positive aspects coming up over the next couple of weeks for me. We do share this this negative hole in our teams right now and he's another Brazilian and I'm giving the Brazilians a lot of stick tonight and for anyone listening that it might be Brazilian I don't know the Portuguese for I'm sorry but <laughs> Scorchio no no <laughs> regardless Richardson he's uh, that negative hole I've been talking about and we both have him and I wanted to get your opinion on where you stand with him in your team because yeah he's blanking this week um in game week 28 he goes to Cardiff I've got two Everton assets still on my team I still have Dina yeah he came off the bench for me this week when Rashford didn't play got me two points uh, I don't want any Everton assets in my team right now at um, all they're looking like they're looking like a dud at the moment uh, the opposite in the fixture swing is happening right now than it happened just before Christmas if you remember before Christmas they used to have nice game one really nice game one really tough game yeah. And all the tough games were away from home. They're all against the top six sides. That is now reversed. So you'll see here in... Okay, they're blanking this week. But in game week 29, they're at home to Liverpool. Yeah. In game week 31, they're at home to Chelsea, which could be cancelled. Um, but all the remaining home games are all against top six sides. Their last game of the season is against Spurs. They've got United at home and Man City, I think, at home as well. So, so your, your Everton players out. That's just like straight up. Well, their, their home games are terrible yeah. their away games are decent but you've seen the run of form that they've been on they have been really poor over the last five six weeks they've and been crazy poor like they have not been returning points I got Richarlison in for a lovely run of games he got me one return in one game uh, Dinia yeah he might have got me 12 points one week then he got minus one minus two <laughs> Uh, he is. Uh, he's, you know, a, he's got even, his own little mini series inside. Yeah, this even this week against uh, Watford, I thought you know maybe they might get a clean sheet here against Watford, or maybe Richarlison do something. It would be a nice way to have a send off. Um, I want to get rid of him, but I also have no desire to keep um, Hazard. Yeah. Uh, so that's a problem area, and I want to get rid of Dini. So I have those three to get rid of, and I have Kamara on my bench who's not playing so that is somebody I would like to move on so you'll definitely be making a transfer this week I have two free transfers this week oh yeah you're old so I'll definitely be making mine I only have I think I'll have to double check it I think I have nine outfield players uh, and obviously my keeper Uh, so I have nine outfield players for this game week Um, so I have to make a transfer to get ten and that's not a problem it's uh, I think I make two the the plan was to get Aubameyang and I could still do that he's a a really really good captain option against Southampton Lacazette is the other option but I'm looking at different options I really need to sit down uh, this and kind of, and work it out why are you you seem very kind of almost anxious when you're talking about it. like what where are you coming from here with your team well the last four weeks I've had red arrows and the one thing I think I can attribute to this to is that my team is very much a template team right now mm-hmm. um one of the big players in the game, FPL general, um, he has who the general, <laughs> the the general, uh, Mark Mark McGettigan, I think his name is. But if you're on Twitter, you definitely gonna know who the Everyone general knows is. Who the He's on the FPL show and all that. Uh, I noticed that when he posted his team there just before the uh, just after the deadline, he has the almost the exact same team as I had this week. He had nine of this the starting eleven players. Our keepers were different, and there was one outfield player that was different. So what you're saying is you've basically been copying the FPL general all season. No, no, not at all. Yeah, I think I've got a higher rank this season Ooh, than him. Brad. But the yeah. teams have been slowly moving towards this really template midfield. Uh, yeah. Pogba, Salah, Son is the template right now in midfield. 
Um, strike. So a lot of people still have uh, Richarlison and some have Hazard. Some people have, if they're lucky enough, have Sterling in there. Um, and then, like say, last week, the week before that, it would have been Sané or Sterling would have been in that template. The forwards, everyone has Rashford and Jimenez at the moment. Um, some lucky people, again, have uh, may not, obviously, but th- that that's the kind of template there. And then in defence, everyone has Wan-Bissaka, usually someone like Doherty, yeah. uh, Robertson, yeah, uh, and then maybe Kalasinac or something like that. So it's a very much a template that's yeah. out there. And it, I think that's where I've been getting my red hours from because the players that have been doing well are the players that everyone has and my differential players who are kind of like Richarlison, Digne, um, Hazard has kind of been almost a differential in the is, top yeah. 10k anyway overall he's got decent ownership these guys have not been returning so I've just been going down and down and down and I got to try and figure it out I have too much money in my defence I got to get rid of Dinya I've got like 5 good defenders I can't play the, I don't want to be playing 5 defenders each week so I got to drop the Dinya down to like a 4 million or 4.5 million defender so I'm like if I do that that frees up more money so maybe I don't want to go look? with a big hitter striker like Aubameyang that's yeah. what I'm thinking no, 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 that's fair enough. And you're talking about Aubameyang. He's on a decent run of form up until this week uh, with the rest. But there's a, another team that we've kind of s- just barely touched on so far this episode, and that's Manchester City. Yeah. Um, and neither of us have any City players. Uh, we Well, no, I tell Sané. a lie. We, I have Sané, yeah. but he's sitting on my bench, so he can, you know, as far as I'm concerned, he's dead to me. And he's just not starting. He's just out of Pep's yeah. favour, so... We've no valid back. city players. <laughs> yeah, he could be back next week after the blank. He, he may not be. Who knows? Who knows? But where I was getting at is, like, if you look at the top transfers in this week, Aguero's up there. Yeah, that's crazy. Isn't that crazy? Is it's that like, over 100,000 transfers in, I think? Which, and that's why I was going to bring it up, is it's like, where do you think this mind frame is coming from? No, I just think that's a lot of managers there who, isn't, who aren't seeing a red flag. 100,000. Yeah, people would have moved straight away. There would have been people moving as he was scoring there, thinking there's a lot of casual players there who just see that there's like that there's a game next week. They might think that the FA Cup game is part of the game. They're not seeing a red flag. Yeah. They're seeing their his next opponent is who's at West Ham at home. They're not they're realizing West Ham, Bournemouth, Watford, yeah. and they're thinking, oh, I want Aguero, and he's just got two back to back. West Ham, tricks. that's brilliant, and they're not realizing he's not going to be eligible for mm. this game week. So I th- like it has to be that. There's no one else. Why else would you get him in? I don't know. Like the obvious other reasons are possibly price rise. Um, but you wouldn't expect if you didn't get him in, you wouldn't fucking have yeah. to worry about a price rise. You wouldn't but, expect uh, anyone to like. If I was thinking about getting him in, I was like, well, he's not going to rise in price when he's got a blank. Yeah, I don't know. I honestly, I'm the same. Like I expected him to like anyone who didn't get Aguero out last week, because I'd imagine there's a there's a certain portion of FPL players out there who would have basically been looking to go Aguero to Aubameyang or Aubameyang to Aguero for the double and Aguero back to Aubameyang for the nice fixtures I was just going to I was just going to say I hope that fucker gets injured in the FA Cup or something like that but then if if uh, fuck it was Man City Uh, (laughs) but then if everyone does that then the move to Aubameyang is just going to be immense everyone's going to Aubameyang then at that stage exactly and you talked about the template and how you feel that's affected your your rankings Mm -hmm. and I think you're probably right the template formed because of injuries yes you know like the likes of Harry Kane getting knocked out of there Trent Alexander-Arnold that there was that whole period where especially the Kane one the Kane right, was a massive you're, one you're dead on the money with Kane because it just gave everyone like everyone went from Kane to Rashford that week and everyone got 5 million in the yeah. bank so people are like oh I can have any player I want now Pretty so much. everyone just got in either I, went into know. Salah who they didn't have yeah or they went back you know they got Sterling do you know that kind of way yeah no there was a, I think that's the reason you're looking at such a consolidated kind of template I think I've only had I've had Salah now mm. since I wildcarded it two weeks ago or something no 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 that was, was I, I did that in game week 20 in so my brain it's in six weeks in the five game weeks I didn't have Salah four green arrows one red in the six game weeks I've had Salah <laughs> four red arrows and two green yeah. so maybe I should have maybe I would have been better off maybe you should get him back out <laughs> maybe I will Milhouse maybe I will why did I have in my team Jar yeah no Um, but I want to ask you about your team and go again go first, I'll start off at the same place you asked with me like why are your problem areas as you see it in your team you mentioned you're thinking of maybe getting rid of Barnes are you uh, well it's not that I'm thinking of getting rid of Barnes because I think he's a problem <clears throat> area I'm just 
pretty much dead set in getting Aguero or Sterling back into my team. Yeah, I mean, he's only a problem area compared to the rest of your team, which looks yeah. dead solid, like Salah, Son, and Pogba. Um, but he's like, uh, what a, what guys are you thinking of getting rid of? Because your team's looking pretty well set up at the moment. No, I'm very happy with my team. Like, uh, I've been happy with it for fucking the whole season, which is the problem. <laughs> yeah, I mean, one of the things I've been lo- looking forward to is I've been like, I've got this lovely little differential there now on Jura. I've got Doherty. As soon as he scores or gets a couple of assists now, I'm banging the money. Yeah. But he just hasn't scored in like. Well, he ages. does it when like he did it to, like not this FA week. Cup. He did it last week. Do you know <laughs> what he I mean? got an assist, but he lost his clean sheet. But, but then still... Duffy is scoring for you, so you're still getting these goals. Well, last week it wasn't that case. Duffy didn't deliver shit for me last week, where it was like it like that's what Doherty does. I mean, this week, like I again, like every got uh, Wolves match this season, I've been pretty much, you know, behind the proverbial couch. W- afraid that uh, Doherty would uh, score or get an assist you know and yeah. seeing them concede this week I'm no Newcastle fan I actually quite like him but I don't give a fuck yet I was uh, so over fucking coming uh, the pub with emotion <laughs> that they conceded I was like yes because like if Doherty had got that clean sheet you we would have basically ended up in the same fucking points again last, this week do you know what I mean like say <laughs> like we, I got I gained seven on you so say he gets his four for the clean sheet and uh, gets a bonus point. Do you know what I mean? I was just going, oh, no, just don't have a clean sheet. Because A, I'll have, you'll be getting the points with Doherty, and B, I'll have Bennett sitting on the bench. Do you know when yeah, I could have played him over over the likes of Juan Bazaka? Uh, who, are you, are you going to make any changes? I, like Looking at your team, I can't imagine you making any changes to your defence anytime next no. four or five weeks. Anytime my defence is solid. Probably. Exactly. Defence is completely solid. This is why I was kind of <laughs> bringing up the fact that we're going to need to see how the landscape looks after this you know kind of FA Cup fixtures and whatnot because right now my team's looking pretty good in terms of like it's co- I'm covering the teams I want to cover I have no city coverage right now but because of the blanket I don't have to worry about that um, after that things become a little sketchy because after that blank city as we said have West Ham Bournemouth and Watford and the uh, form they are shown as of late hammering Chelsea this week 6-0 absolutely mm. making dogs dinner out of them um, Chelsea yeah. were a show though Chelsea were an absolute show but they've been a show against top six teams yeah. multiple times this season um, either way like I want to get some City players in and it's not because the players on my team you know aren't delivering it's because I want to catch on the ones who are over, yeah. you know are really delivering but I'm saying that I do have Richarlison and Sané who are two players I don't want on my team anymore right. um, I'd, I'd give Richarlison enough time if anything, he's the fucking reason I didn't go straight to Pogba and Rashford, uh, and he's done jack shit since. I think he got one goal there a couple of weeks ago. Um, so yeah, he's done for me now for the season. I I asked you, you know, where do you stand regarding their fixtures? And I know they have Cardiff after the blank, so there's a strong chance he'll still be in my team after game week twenty seven, just because I might choose to get rid of Sane first. Yeah, if he's in my team, even though I have two transfers this week, if he's in my team, it's because I make use my transfers elsewhere. Because so. you have Hazard, getting rid of Hazard almost. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah so I'll be downgrading Hazard to free up the money to go Camara uh, up to, for example, Abamyang. Yeah. But uh, look, I may not. I could, I could look at getting rid of uh, Dinya because um, I'm sick of him. A player I really want uh, for their upcoming fixtures is Leicester's fixtures. I'd love to have Pereira. Mm. Same price, pretty much. I think there's like 0.1, in the difference, but I have that in the bank. I'd love to get him in. Yeah, he's because got, Just for anyone listening, like <coughs> Leicester do have Crystal Palace, Brighton at home in the next two. Away fixture to Watford and then Fulham and Burnley after that. Yeah, so, so three of the next four at home to Crystal Palace, Brighton and Fulham. Teams that don't score a whole lot. I guess Fulham score goals. But uh, but either way, not so much on the road. You're not going to be too worried about having a lesser defender there, as you said. Like that's a very bad. And he's an attacking one. Now I've also been considering Chilwell, but uh, the stats just favor Pereira. I think Pereira has been on fire this season. He gets forward. I mean, Chilwell is very dangerous uh, in that he puts in a lot of dangerous balls. He's like, I don't know how he hasn't got more assists. He's got a few, but I don't know how he hasn't gotten more. But Pereira just seems to have the knack of picking up goals, assists, and look for the same price. There's no reason why I could justify Chilwell over Pereira. Harry Maguire is somebody I'm interested in as well, but I think I'll, I'd like to go for Pereira. But as I said, I don't know why I would do that because then I have Doherty, Trent, Robertson, and Pereira. You know, I can't play all of them. I can't play all of them, so yeah. I think I should just drop them down. And then if I want in a few weeks, I can get rid of Doherty maybe for Pereira. Ooh. You're thinking aloud, you know? I'd, I'd almost like you to get rid of Doherty for Pereira. Yeah. <laughs> it's been too stressful this season. Yeah, but yeah. you're talking about yeah your defence and... The fact that Dina is a, uh, a problem area for you that you want to sort out. 
in regards to Hazard still sitting in your team, do you like which is more of a priority for you, Dina or Hazard to get rid of? Um, it depends. It really depends. If I want to change up my structure and get in a premium striker, then Hazard has to go. Yeah, that's the way. That's still the only way that I can put it. Hazard will have to go to change that structure and get a, a third playing striker, a premium striker. Now I could just forego that. I have one point eight in the bank. I could just make Kamara up to somebody who is five point two. Yeah. Um, so in mind for that? if I freed up more money from um, Pereira, for example, if I dropped him down to oh, let's say Pereira. Uh, sorry, not Pereira. Dinia. If I down, dropped uh, Dinia down to someone like Yedlin. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I could get someone who's maybe at 5.9 or 6 million that Yedlin move isn't even that terrible like I mean when you look at Newcastle's next 5 fixtures Huddersfield at home Burnley at home that's the next 2 lovely fixtures then after that away to West Ham and then Everton Bournemouth they're not even ter- they're not terrible fixtures no I mean know? home to Everton who've been playing terrible Bournemouth's uh, okay who've been attacking quite a lot and they could have a team then West Ham all over the place they seem to play yeah. better against the, the bigger teams and we, we saw we, we mentioned it last week like when Newcastle came into that nice run of form earlier in the season yeah. they kept clean sheets and I, I didn't get the minutes yeah. and they kept clean sheets and uh, I regret it now I think you know it's kind of it's them or Brighton and I'm kind of thinking I might I could just do that I have to sit, sit down and see what kind of way I want to do it I, do I want to change my team structure because if I go for Aubameyang you know for as a captain option this week I got to go all in I could try and go for Lacazette and be smart about it or I could just say, you know, fuck it, I'll keep uh, three non-premium strikers and go for yes, well, someone like uh, Arnautovic for Fulham. You know, West Ham have decent mm. fixtures coming up. So who would you get rid of up front? Kamara? Oh, Kamara would yeah, have yeah, to go, yeah, yeah. but I'd have to free up money. So, I mean, that's my question to you here now. Do you see yourself keeping this um, this formation you're kind of going with? This temp- you know, no, I don't. Or um, are you going to change up? I mean, Aguero's been in such good form. Yeah. We surely all want him in soon, do we? Well, you're fucking not talking about him. You're only talking about Aubameyang. But, well, if uh, I do get Aubameyang in for these next two games, I can just switch over. That's yeah. He's the same price. That's the whole point. In you're game week 20, uh, 29 or something like that, I could switch over to Aguero easily. Well, I won't lie to you, Seamus, and I won't lie to all the, the beautiful boys and girls listening to this, because basically the way I stand right now is I'm kind of waiting to see what you do in terms <laughs> of, like, I have 30-odd points to gain in, yeah? And I need to see whether you go Aguero. Like, if you get Aubameyang in, then that means you've given yourself the option to upgrade, to, or not to upgrade, but to switch to Aguero, mm-hmm. um, which means then, in that case, I will go for Sterling. But if you decide to keep the money in your midfield, I'll go for Aguero. Do you yeah. get me? Like, if you go to Sterling, like, that's the way I'm looking at it, in terms of, like, I right now, to me, both of them are extremely valid options yeah. and I have no problem with either of them in my team so I might as well maximise the differential out of it well, that's kind of why I'm thinking I could just ignore the premium striker and I could just as I said free up the money by uh, getting rid of Dinya for someone cheaper and, and, and get a, a third playing um, get a third playing striker for this game week and then I could use that extra money to just put the extra probably a point three, point four million. Point four. Yeah. So whatever. Well, I have the money to. I have the money to go straight to Sterling right now. Yeah. So I could just make one transfer this week and get eleven out this week, but uh, that wouldn't be Sterling. <laughs> no, no. So yeah. But I, no, but you see what I mean. There's too like, many permutations, and it's just yeah. I haven't. I got to. I have to take more time with my decisions because four red arrows merits uh, caution. Uh, it merits you know a, a rethink of my approach and what's gone wrong, and I think it's because I'm too much like the template and I got to get out of this template and get onto what the new template will be in a few weeks time ahead of the curve what I think is not going to be the template where I think the points are yeah well I mean I, mean, I, I could say s- that what you've just stated there is captain fucking bloody obvious because that's what your tactic should always be no yeah it is but this is what I mean, I just got in the players who I think were the best options yeah but and, that's what you're going to always and this do. is uh, this is just resulting everyone thinking the same thing kind of going you know what Jimenez has great fixtures coming up. Rashford. I'm actually kind of thinking, you know, keep the three cheap strikers. And if I want to get rid of Rashford, I'm, I'm mm. considering getting rid of Rashford. Yeah, they have a lot of like. There's a t- there is whispers on the wind of Rashford being, you know, 
subject to ejection from people's FPL squads, and that's mainly really? I think. Yeah, I've heard. I thought I was being smart. No. now. I thought I was like, oh, everyone's getting on him, but he's too tempted. When he scores, it does nothing for my rank. It's not only that he's too tempted. I mean, a it would devastate your rank if he if he scores. If you didn't have. Him. Well, yeah. that's yeah. The, that's, well, that's <laughs> the risk. But when he does score, he doesn't do anything positive for my rank. So maybe I could take the risk that he's going to be rotated more with Champions League coming well, up that's with the big squad. Now we saw tonight Anthony Martial went off injured, so that reduces the kind of likelihood that there's another player to fit in there yeah no. now we can play Sanchez you're completely right um, and I think as you as you mentioned it is United's tough run of fixtures outside of uh, the league the league you know even inside the league just for those listening like they have Liverpool up next and then a nice two fixtures with Crystal Palace and Southampton where you can be sure Pogba's going to play because he got sent off tonight so they don't need to rest him oh, for yeah. the Champions League I never League. really considered that yeah I'm only just that just nails him more for the league yeah, isn't it exactly so I mean like he's a total ca- uh, captain option for game week 29 but uh, against Southampton but uh, after that Southampton match they have Arsenal Man City so I mean in regards to Rashford getting rid of him it's not that drastic a decision do you know what I mean like I can I would be able to see the logic behind that yeah but it, you gotta take time and think about it I mean it's drastic if you do it without thinking it through because he's 41% owned mm. um, <clears throat> and when you consider the amount of non-playing teams in this at the moment that basically means he's owned by pretty much everyone in the top million or at least 80% of people in the top million it's insane so it's yeah. uh, it's, it's it's crazy high ownership and you don't want to be getting rid of him and then seeing him banging in goals I just think that there's a lot of different options up there up front and there is and you mentioned one there a while ago and uh, that you were considering and that's Arnautovic mm. and you know you're not fucking wacko like you usually are <laughs> I mean he has Fulham at home this week yeah Tuffy against City after that but then Newcastle Cardiff Huddersfield mm. so basically the next five you're looking at Fulham Newcastle Cardiff Huddersfield I don't think you can ask for a better four uh, fixtures in regards to you know the probability you return points no the only thing with him is is he going to get the minutes uh, that is the question he came on off the, he came off the bench in the most recent game uh, who did they play this week West Ham West Ham played someone that scored against him uh, I believe it was yeah you had a Fabianski clean sheet wipeout oh he wasn't, in your, he wasn't in your team was he? Fabianski was sitting on the bench West Ham were playing fucking Crystal Palace it was oh, yes. Wan-Bissaka clean sheet wipeout mm. Yeah, no, uh, I think he could be a good option. Anderson's a good option. I just think Anderson's a small bit overpriced. Um, although he does kind of fit in the same kind of mm. cost as uh, as Richarlison. So that could be my option out of there. The thing with Richarlison is I want rid of him. He's mm. gone down in value. I think I've lost 0.3 in him. I got him for 7 million, maybe 6.7 now. Or maybe I got him for 6.9. Yeah. Uh, I'm just, at this point of the season, I'm just, I'll take any hits in price that go, that go along with it. I'm not going to waste a transfer address getting rid of Richarlison when I could use my transfer to get someone in who's a potential captain option or someone mm-hmm. who could get a potential big haul. Like if I get rid of Anderson or if I get rid of Richarlison, the person I get him in for probably isn't going to haul big for around six million. Yeah. You unless you get lucky that way. They like to Jota. If yeah, you, you got Jota or yeah. Fraser and you're kind of thinking, oh, maybe they'll get me six or seven points. Yeah. You're not expecting... I get this person and they get me 15 points this week whereas your other transfer could be used to move someone on who could make a big call so I'm going to like the one thing I would say the one piece of advice I would give anyone right now is do not make any decisions until after the FA Cup games are over but that's not close to the that's deadline. a fucking order it's yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's just common <laughs> sense because we all remember what happened to me a few weeks back when I made the early move to get uh, to keep Kane and get Trent in yeah uh, for Salah and then Kane got injured and I had to wait the following week to get rid of Kane I think that's the only reason I'm even still within touching distance of your score I mean obviously this is kind of post I'm thinking you know that was my mind frame prior to to Aguero's two fucking back to back hat tricks and whatnot because mm. it's hard to to know that both of us missed out on those kind of points I'm just delighted you didn't have them yeah but that's what I mean it's like Oh, that would have been a big difference. I'm also delighted you didn't have him. You know? <laughs> it's like, yeah. if you had just went Aguero because you wanted Aubameyang the week after and went, you know what, I'll get him in for the fucking double game week and I'll captain him, it'll be a bit of crack and then I'll just go straight to Aubameyang. Do you know? 
Yeah, I'd be sitting there fucking 60 points, 80 points behind him, you know? I just look back at the start of the season when I had Salah and Aguero, and I was just rotating the captaincy between mm. them, and those were good days, man. Well, this is why Rank I said... Rank was nice and yeah. high, everything, yeah. was, everything was fun in FPL land. Everything is still fun in FPL land. I mean, you can't honestly tell me that you didn't have a, a laugh looking at Kalas and Atch scoring on goal this week. Yes. Now, if, uh, yeah, I did. In fairness, like, when I saw that, because I would all was already bitter that I lost my Etheridge clean sheet. So yeah. then I, was, I knew it was like I knew it was ninety-eight minute, and the highlights of the match of the day were showing Huddersfield just getting chance after chance, uh, and I was like, are they showing this because they're showing that they were the plucky underdogs that just are desperate to score and can't score, or mm. is there a late goal coming here? Because you never, you didn't know. Yeah, I was watching it, knowing exactly what was coming up. Yeah. I was like. I hated it but I mean that's what that's the beauty of it like for every horrible twist there's an equally uh, you know bittersweet uh, turn do you know that kind yeah, of way yeah. and uh, I mean like is it the Klasnich move this week you would have been dis- like delighted with you'd have been second with Duffy scoring do you know that kind yeah. of way the only it's, reason I'm looking at the likes I, I mentioned um, Newcastle defence and I mentioned Yedlin Laskell is another good option she's he a small is, but yeah. more expensive um, but the only reason I'm looking at those is Two of the options I would like are Kalasinac and Duffy. That sounds only four point six. It'll be point one more expensive than Yedlin. Yeah, who is Lascelles? Uh, Lascelles. Oh, I thought he was four point eight, but I think he's <laughs> so, come yeah. down. But like Duffy's only four point six as well. But I don't want to be getting anything that's too similar to yours. Mm. But then again, I probably shouldn't be thinking that way. I don't know. I I don't think I'm going to do Kalasinac because I think I'm just going to just keep with Trent. I think the Kalasinac thing. If you were going to go Trent to Kalasinac, that was last week. You know, like just go take your take your 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 move last week, yeah. and then you'd have had the Huddersfield Southampton Bournemouth tree before Spurs. You know, I might I might come off Trent now just because uh, when I got him in, it was with you know some of the games they've already played in mind, and yeah, look, they've got United this week. But then um, Watford, Everton, Burnley, Fulham, like really, you'd almost want them to have harder fixtures because he's probably more likely to be rotated for Champions League football. I think. I don't know how much rotation he's going to suffer. I mean, like they're just, it's going to take a couple of weeks to uh, work him back into the side. You know, yeah, getting back yeah. to full well, fitness. I, I think he'll be okay for a couple of weeks, but like by the time game week thirty comes around, mm. if they're still in the Champions League, you know, with the fact that he's got previous injuries there, and they're kind of he may be wrapping people up in cotton wool a bit more if he has the options. Because right now he doesn't. I, I've heard mm. that Lovren didn't travel to. Um, wherever Liverpool are playing in Spain I believe or something like that Marbella uh, so he didn't travel there and um, I don't know Milner's still playing it right back <laughs> yeah. so it's like well, maybe he won't have the options well, to rest him Trent is back now anyway so like uh, the question is do I want to double up against Man United this weekend I probably don't no but like I'd imagine your blank players like the players facing a blank they're going to be take priority in terms of transfers out yeah, if I get yeah, exactly so, if I get if I make two transfers this week, they're going to be for players playing this week, um, in game week twenty seven. So then I guess I'll just throw Trent first on the bench. I have too many players involved in that game. I have Rashford, Pogba, and I have uh, triple Liverpool. So I think I can. I'm gonna hedge my bets and just go Robertson, Salah, Pogba, Rashford, and then if you can get the players out, that sounds like the wisest decision. Uh, I've seen a few people with that kind of problem. And look, when the likes of Pogba and Rashford are on the fire that you know, you're on that kind of streak of fucking form that they were already on yeah you're going to have most teams with that you know, and you're going to have Salah and it's not a bad problem I mean no. if this was going to happen in a game week it would. Be, if this happened in another game week it would be kind of anno- I'd be pretty annoyed but the fact it's occurring in a game week where there's blanks when there's four teams not playing uh, means that I know some of my opposition will only be playing with ten nine players yeah. and stuff like that you know so because of injuries and, and just people who doubled up on the double game week there yeah, and I mean, with any player in your team, you do know that eventually they always come up against, uh, you know, there's always this kind of fixture where two t- players are canceling each other out, three players are canceling each other out. As you said, the fact that it's blank game week, I'm just happy to have the players there, you know, yeah. not to be worrying about fucking getting rid of them because I already had to sort out Chelsea players, you know, get them off. And I think that's half the reason that I didn't capitalize on the City thing. Yeah. Was uh you know they have a they have a blank coming up do you know that kind of way like I got Sani yeah. in yeah maybe I could have went to Sterling. Uh, no, that's exactly that. that's exactly why I didn't go, I go look I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a choice for my man I'm going, going to get one Man City in the other reason why is we didn't have any time to prepare for it because it was basically told 
the week after next is going to be a double game week. So we had like I don't think I would have changed my decision to be honest. I I had like one transfer and then the transfer week. I had two transfers to get in Man City players and I had none. Yeah. So like once I heard that I was like okay well I got Sané in and I could have made another one. I could have gone Hazard to Sterling. Yeah. And when Hazard got his fifteen points and you Sterling got like what eleven or something 18, like that. Eighteen, I think. Eighteen. So this week he got eighteen, but uh, last week in the double game week he got eleven. Yeah, 11 okay. And I was like, you know what? That was actually a better option because you know I got more points for Hazard. But then Sterling getting eighteen points this week means that. Have he got eighteen those, this week? Yeah. Anyone who went from Hazard to Sterling that week, uh, yeah, he's got twenty nine points in two game weeks. Yeah, and you just can't write that kind of shit, especially yeah. the whole Aubameyang thing. Because I mean, you have been speaking about Aubameyang for at least four or five weeks talking about game week 27 talking about game week 26 yeah. you know you were saying oh I, whatever about game week 26 I really want him for game week 27 he's yeah. going to be my captain well I, I did it a couple of weeks back that I could get him in for game week 26 um, but that uh, that injury scuppered it which in a way was kind of good because I was like you know what this is going to allow me to get in Sun this week and mm. I wasn't I was, wasn't able to find a way to get Sun in so I said you know what I'll get Sun in uh, this week and I can still get Aubameyang in next week but then I'm thinking considering they're playing Spurs and Man United in game week 29 and 30 and he hasn't really been doing it against the big teams uh, he's more of a flat track bully am I just going to want to get rid of him in 29 am I going to be just making a move to Aguero to Aguero against Bournemouth which mm. I might do but if I'm going to do that maybe I just hold off and don't make the move and find a different captaincy option for game week 27 and I get Aguero in game week 28 that's a know. lot of maybes yeah, I haven't decided <laughs> But and I think that's the case for, I'd imagine anyone listening to any people this week, podcasts or just our friends, they're going to be basically the same. It's and like, look, we don't have the information we yet. We have 10 days to decide. We have yeah. loads of time to decide. Let me ask you uh, a question there. So other than the guys we've mentioned here this week, you know, the guys that have got us points, mm. the guys that impressed us, the guys we're thinking of getting in. Uh, is there anyone else from this week's games that you were impressed with that you thought they put themselves on the on the radar? And then anyone else we've kind of we failed to discuss here? Honestly, no. Um, like, there's plenty of teams out there that I have none of. Like, and Man City is the only team that I'm kind of, you know, conscious of that, and I want to get them in. But the blank is is uh, is standing in a way of that. In general, no. There's not a whole load of players. I mean, there's like there's teams that are I think are going to do relatively well. I think Cardiff are going to be interesting squad for the next couple of game weeks. Yeah, they true. have Watford, Everton, Wolves, West Ham, Brighton, as you were about to say there. Yeah, they've, they've had two wins there on the trot. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're going to be an interesting team, but personally, I wouldn't touch them with you know a barge pole because it's like, I just don't know. So where would you get a barge pole? Where the fuck would I get a barge pole? In this day and age, who sells that? You know? Uh, what about um, what about Bournemouth, man? They looked terrible. Like, defensively, they looked really really poor yeah. against uh, Liverpool at least from the highlights I didn't see the game they did but Bournemouth like they have Wolves this week and then they're Arsenal Man City I think, so, I think Wolves could tear them apart in this one That's I don't the, know about tearing them apart but Wolves could easily beat them well I for the uh, the Wolves game uh, against Newcastle this week mm. I was like oh they're at home against Mo- in the Man U was like Newcastle kind of set up to stifle teams I was like I don't think that's going to be an easy one for them at all. Yeah. Jesus, they nearly lost. It was the last kick of the I game. I Newcastle thought they had were, lost. Newcastle were the better team. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't yeah. see the game. I, I had it on there for like a five-minute spell, but then I had to go. Mm. And I watched it, and I can tell you now, Newcastle were the better team. Uh, they had Wolves by the fucking scruff of the neck. Do you know? Like, in terms of... Which you would think Wolves would have. Well, that's why I said that, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but, uh, like, don't get me wrong. Wolves had chances, and towards the end of the match, you know, Newcastle did a thing, and they kind of tried to just keep that one elite and fucking should have if the uh, guy wasn't such a spastic do you know what I mean it's like catch that fucking ball do you know that kind of way well but, I didn't actually see the goal in the end oh it was ridiculous Bali basically headed it through the Bravka's hands in uh, the 94th minute it was absolutely uh, sickening that's kind of sickening because when uh, when when Doherty went off and it was kind of that late on in the game and I was like you know what everyone has him and as anyone I was like go on Newcastle go on and win this I was kind of hoping they win because I want to see him stay up yeah I well, like I'm Newcastle same, I, like I'm, Rafa Benitez and I like both teams like I like fucking yeah but Wolves aren't in danger if they lost no yeah so that extra point that they gained doesn't mean anything to them other than keeping a bit of momentum going no I'm the exact same I so. thought like after their heroics against City not so long ago and you know this week I was like you know what they've actually taken Wolves down 
in terms of like what they you know what mm-hmm. I know Wolves can do what we've seen Wolves do and I know Wolves have lost drop points to te- to lesser teams or lower teams yeah. than they, you know but at the same time Newcastle played a really fucking solid game I, I had this discussion on Twitter with somebody just like uh, on Friday night about who to put the captaincy on um, there was people saying should we just overlook Mo Salah what about uh, Jimenez and mm-hmm. I was like I wouldn't be putting a captaincy on Jimenez against uh, Newcastle no. for the reasons I just said but this week against Bournemouth away to Bournemouth Bournemouth can't sit back and defend they only know one way which is attack or counter-attack and I think you know Wolves are going to dominate the ball there and yeah I think you know if Bournemouth keep coming up attacking them I think I can see a couple of goals to Wolves I think like 2-0 Wolves 3-0 3-1 Wolves something like that could Fair be enough. a crack of a game could be like 3-2 that but brings us to a more important question then like who are you thinking of captain in this week I mean we'll take Aubameyang uh, I, can't, out. We'll I, can't, take I can't tell you because I don't know who I'm going to have if I have Aubameyang he's going to be captain but, but taking it, Aubameyang out like who could you possibly captain outside of him who would have put the armband on right now probably Son yeah. against Burnley I think Son is definitely the the safe option for those who don't have the like Aubameyang yeah. seems I mean, a bit too safe to me though I don't really want to do that Son's got 3 goals in 3 weeks yeah, but can he get four and four? But can he get four and four? That's the big question. Against Burnley, who are undefeated in six and who are like smashing it like yeah. recently, like well, this against Ashley Barnes, like yeah, well, Ashley, Ashley Barnes is a new one. He is. He's a he's a you know pl- world class striker. But look, this is bringing us on to our n- one of our newest uh, sections that we've added to the podcast, and I must I must admit, it's inspired by one of the players in our mini leagues, and. Uh, that was a man that we mentioned last week, and Mr. Stevesaurus Rex. Steve had an awesome week last week, 113 or so points gained, I think it was 50 plus points on me. Fantastic. This week, I don't know what he was fucking smoking, or if he was just idea. hanging up. Well, yeah, I have an idea too. But if he was just maybe hanging upside down for an hour or two, so every bit of fucking blood in his body was rushing to his head, he decided. Wild card. How do I capitalize on such a fucking amazing week? My wild card a week before the blanks, w- knowing there's a bunch of double game weeks coming up yeah. and all of this stuff. But you know, that's the he said he was trying to get ahead. He said yeah. he was trying to capitalize Capital, on his momentum. Yeah. I get that, and it's fair enough. I would catch people off guard. I think he was trying to be cheeky. He's just trying to be a bit of a punk, as you yeah. like to say, Seamus. Too many punks in our league, man. So this section, and I'm, we'll expand upon it, but. It's probably going to go along the lines of Tales from the Crypt style fucking storytelling because this is an absolute fucking horror story. Yeah. Wildcards this week. Who does he get rid of? Now, all in all, I think he only lost out on taking Captain C's out of it, the guts of 15 to 20 points, uh, because we don't know who he would have captained. He has his own ideas, but I don't trust but him. But it's, it's yeah. always horrible <laughs> when your wildcard team underperforms, underperforms what your actual team would have done. Exactly. Because you're down a wildcard, and then you got to think, am I happy with my team? Why did his wildcard team underperform, Seamus? Tell me who he got rid of this week. I'll tell you who he got rid of. Go for it. Uh, Raheem Sterling and Sergio Aguero. Oh, fucking hell. Which, as we both know, did massive bits in the game against Chelsea. Now, no one was expecting 6-0. I don't think Steve was expecting 6-0. I, I certainly wasn't. But a Sergio Aguero hat-trick and uh, two goals and assists. There was a goal and two assists for, Sir, for Sterling. Two points. goals and assists, yeah, I think it was. Goals, yeah. Yeah. Whatever it was. Anyway, so those two players alone combined for 35 points. He already had Pogba, so yeah. he got he got points off the bench for Pogba. Um, the points he got and then this I looked week at, were already the ones he had. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I looked at he he did it to get uh, Salah in. I could see why. Look, he had a lot of Chelsea players. He had a lot of City players. He was going to have known for this this yeah. uh, blank game week. But uh, I think you know I would have definitely kept maybe one of them. <laughs> yeah, and you could just bench Aguero, you mm-hmm. know, over the the blank or something like that. And uh, yes, uh, now he's got a team filled with like Murray and uh, <laughs> the likes in there. Yeah. Either way, it's going to be in the joy on his bench. And I actually, he told me this uh, in confidence. I said, "Yeah, he told me this like <laughs> about eleven o'clock, so about a half an hour before the deadline." I was with him, and he told me that he uh, had used his wild card. And I was like, "Oh, jeez, well, you got to show me your team," and show me Aubameyang, who was his captain. Yeah. And and you, said, I was, I said, he has supposedly he hasn't traveled the squad. You should change that to Lacazette right now. Uh, and he was like, oh yeah, I'll do it now in a while. Never got around to it. Missed the deadline. I also told him to get rid of Hudson Adoy off his bench because that's just a waste. Just get someone in like punching yeah. uh, for the same price, 4.2, who at least plays in game week 31 and game week uh, 33 when there's going to be blanks for other teams. 
But uh, yeah, well, uh, he's, well, he's uh, definitely the first entry into our horror story. Of the what week. are we calling this? Uh, I think Tales from the Crypt. Tales I've tried to come up with puns. Now, when I say tried, I spent ten minutes on a couch high trying to think of names for it. But like, I mean, in general, I like the idea of this being an absolute horror story. And I want anyone listening to this, if you see or hear of horror stories, or if you've had one yourself, yeah, fucking reach out. Let us yeah. know, you know, because I want to. This is what makes it feel Let great. us know on Twitter or, or Facebook. We're on Facebook too. It's not a platform we use too much. We're mostly on Twitter uh, at FPL Hangover and I'm, or just hit me up at, at FPL Drunk. Do, what do. about our other segment we've been doing, Sable Boys? Will we get something in this week? or Not we? this week. Not this week. Because okay. I'm, still, I'm still toying with how I'm actually going to structure that. Okay. Um, I have my next Sable Boy all lined up, but I'll leave it till... Uh, yeah, you can save that one maybe till next week in terms of... Uh, yeah, we'll get it in next we'll week. We'll have a bit of time we'll, next week. We're running out of time. We've, we've yeah. only got five minutes left here in the So pod. let's let's bait through this. Let's get through our hot shots and our puck fathers. Now, last week, Seamus, I'm almost sick and tired of fucking saying it this way, but we're continuing a consistent narrative of me handing you back your ass on a plate. <laughs> In terms of hot shots and puck fathers. Am I wrong? You're you're right. I am right. Yeah. yeah. Tell me, how do we down? I'm getting I'm I'm getting sick of this game. And I suggested this. (laughs) I suggested this. We get two we get two picks each. We pick any two players again. We can't pick the same player. And you've beat me now. I think this is the sixth week in a row. Yeah. That your picks like And it was eleven or something. I had first pick this week, so I went went flying into Aubameyang who didn't even start. So uh but you can't blame yourself, Seamus. That's not your choice. No, I, I would own Abamyang. If I mean, I put it this way: if uh, if I knew Abamyang was going to be out, like if this was like the day before, I would have changed that to Lacazette. You still would have beat me <laughs> by a point. By a fucking point. Who yeah. did I pick last week, Seamus? Uh, you double up in Liverpool, so you went Salah and Mane, who both got eight points. So that's sixteen. I took uh, a page out of Jonty's book, or Joe, whatever he likes to be called. Now. Yeah, yeah, the whole uh, yeah. Doubling up. Yeah, yeah. it's like uh, Salah, Mane. Yeah. What was your second pick though? My my second pick was Son who got a late goal to give me six points. But yeah, I've been doing terrible with these picks. Uh no wonder my rank has been dropping the last few weeks anyway. To be fair, you were doing shit at start of season even though your rank was flying <laughs> up. So I wouldn't yeah. don't blame the game. But, uh, yeah, so uh you beat me sixteen to six on that. Um but I had first no, I had first pick. So you had first pick then and that. I did. And, and the, last and week, puck our puck fathers uh, weren't very exciting. I went with Pascal Gross, who I actually thought was a little underwhelming. I, I know they lost to Burnley, but like... No, I thought it was an excellent pick. Uh, he had the he had the most chances of anyone on the pitch. He had four, four chances, oh, yeah? two, on cha- uh, two on target. Um, yeah, he uh, had a pretty good game. He created three chances as well. Um, I, I would have only assumed... He came off after 65 minutes, which is a bit disappointing. Um, he I could only assume he would have probably been taking the free kicks for uh, Duffy's so Knockhart got the assist for Duffy's oh. goal so if he'd been on the pitch he could have gotten one um, possibly maybe I, his I, assist would have been overhit. possibly <laughs> maybe there would have been no goal <laughs> but I regardless know. I beat you I got two points for Gross yeah. back to Hawaii, who I did warn you about mm. in terms of his minutes uh, he only got the one point. It was always a risk, uh, but That's I what are for. yeah, exactly, exactly. But I thought you know he could start, and even if he comes off the bench, there's a really good chance he could score. Um, anyway, against West Ham, who aren't so tight at the back since uh, Balbuena is out. Fair so, enough, but yeah. that does bring us on to this week's picks, and you get second pick. Am I right? That's true. Yeah. Now, if you finish choking on your water. Which was real amateur drinking right there. Yeah. <laughs> this can I just point out here? This is because we've got the picks Go for chosen it. already. This is the first time in I don't know how many weeks. I should have checked this up before, uh, but we only did our picks just yeah, before just this podcast. Before podcast yeah. But uh, this is the first time in I don't know how many weeks that no one has picked Salah. Yeah, I mean, I think we're both Man United fans, <laughs> so uh, neither of us want Salah to do anything. And sometimes you're, uh, you know, that little bit of hope, kind of, yeah. Uh, they in. definitely do and that's something that we must talk about someday on a podcast like where does your personal allegiances lie and how does that affect your FBL team but not for today uh, I did have first pick and this week I went with Aubameyang you failed to learn from my uh, from my choice from last week where I got zero points for Aubameyang mm. you know you're going to get zero points for Aubameyang I know if I week. pick him he's definitely going to do something yeah he's definitely going to score yeah so. <laughs> um, and I also like that uh, Arsenal fixture and Lacazette is somebody who I have been 
looking at uh, as an option there this week and I picked him this week now as I'm saying it here I have, I'm only thinking I was like you know what with Dennis Suarez now in the team they could end up changing the formation if they do that you know Aubameyang could be out on the left possibly more but uh, I think Lacazette his form has been so good the last month or two I think he's I think he's not going to be just bombed out of the team this week so I actually yeah, Lacazette Lacazette's not a bad option I actually think Lacazette's had a pretty good season in oh, terms yes. of uh, what I was expecting from him this year, he's over-delivered, and uh, it's only due to lack of minutes, I think. Uh, there we go, lack of minutes. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> patent pending, patent pending. Yeah. But uh, lack of minutes this year, that's, I think, the main issue with him. I think he's actually had a pretty decent season. He looks like a good player. Yeah. But yeah, that's a fair enough option. And that gave me my second pick, which I went with a little-known Korean called uh, Mr. Sun. Yeah, Mr. Sun. Mr. Sun himself. His official name. First name, Mr. Second name, Sun. So I think uh, Aubameyang and Sun are the two players this week who are really good captain options, so I think you got two great ones there. I did. Uh, I went with Lacazette, (laughs) and uh, as a second option, I said I'd go a bit left field, uh, because I might as well do something a bit different, because I'm not winning these picks otherwise. Can't do worse. I've gone for Arnautovic. Uh, I think Arnautovic will uh, will start against Fulham after uh, a rest unless he gets injured of course which is and very likely if something <laughs> is, now we're doing our picks this week but there is like a week but we're going there to do is. a podcast next week so if any of these changes we could be changing these in the next I week's actually pod. totally forgot that we were going to I know yeah week. we could we're have just, just, just saved this yeah. oh fuck I know but look uh, we'll do it now um, Arnautovic is going to be my pick alongside Lacazette I think we can revisit this next week and even though the picks won't be able to change we could, uh, you know, they can if they, there's an injury. If there's an injury, fair enough. Yeah. If there's a, f- a red flag, yeah, okay. Regardless, I'm interested in looking at how this, how our picks look after the FA Cup fixtures and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. But that does bring us onto our puck fathers, and uh, yeah, I didn't have first pick. You no, did. I had first pick, and I decided uh, that you know, the the old the healthy rule, the healthy rule of choosing whoever is playing Huddersfield is a good option. Is so I had my my pick of the Newcastle team uh, and I considered someone like uh, Askells or somebody like a, def- a defender who's definitely going to keep a clean sheet against Huddersfield <laughs> it's no surprise Arsenal couldn't keep a clean sheet against them but well, unless they sign to last match and like, you know? yeah. but uh, it's no surprise that Arsenal can't keep a clean sheet against Huddersfield but uh, Newcastle with their tight defence should yeah and uh, yeah I was thinking Askells but in the end I've uh, I've gone ahead and I've chosen Rondon mm. I consider Matt Ritchie as well I think he's, he's an option Oh, but no, Rondon is that choice I'm going to go for. He's probably blank now. But I think he's, if you had him as a striker, he's in the same price bracket as Ashley Barnes. I think he's a really good option. He's there. an excellent option. If you've had Rondon for the last month, you're laughing. And looking at their upcoming fixtures, you're laughing even fucking harder. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Huddersfield, Burnley in the next two. After all the shit he's done, like, yeah, if he hasn't earned a place in your squad, you know, a, a stay of uh, execution, you know, if if you will allow me use that verbiage Seamus verbiage you, <laughs> is it verbiage is it I don't know I think it's verbiage but uh, in regards I'm uh, speaking my language now no I'm not I'm barely speaking English but uh, yeah Rondon's a great pick just, and you mentioned uh, just about because I picked Lacazette you said he's having a great season Like he's got four goals in his last six games just looked it up there while we yeah. were speaking four Ten goals season. yeah he's got 34 points in his last six games as well yeah. you know that's averaging nearly six points a game um I think he just looks a better player this year. I think he looks more comfortable mm-hmm. in himself. Do you know goals, kind of way? Yes, yes, yeah. He's scoring goals that you... Like, it's the kind of goals... like Even this week's goal against uh, Huddersfield. You know, it was just his first time fucking, you know, touch kind yeah. of shot kind of thing. It was like, oh, great. That's I'm what you want. I'm trying to talk myself into it. No, no, I, I probably won't go for him. But... Dude, yeah. get luck is it in this week. Yeah, Either way, my Pogfada was Delafeu. And I don't think we need to say too much about him. He's been tipping away all season. I think against Cardiff, Cardiff going to be going for it hard, big time. They've uh, their their tails are up, and uh, rightly so. And uh, yeah, I think they're going to be going for it. And I think Watford might nick one or two on the counter. And Delafeu has been a threat all fucking season. Yeah, he's looked more threatening than his uh, FPL output has. I agreed given back so I totally agree and that was the same last season or whoever there was a season there he was playing with Everton and you know he always looks lethal I think you can thank the new camp for that but I believe that brings us to an end uh, of episode 28 28 yeah is it 28? 28. Uh, that brings us to an end and uh, 
yeah, we mentioned it already, but anyone that does want to reach out to us, you can get us on Twitter at FBL Hangover. You can also reach out directly to Seamus, who you can be sure will provide you with some mediocre criticism and uh, probably some dad jokes. I'm much nicer than that. And my jokes are much worse than that. Oh, fair enough. My apologies. I don't don't follow. But... uh, but if I did, <laughs> yeah, you can reach out to us on FPL uh, Hangover on Twitter. You can also send us an email at FPL Draw. I'm not, that's your Twitter name. FPL Hangover Gmail.com. That's the email address. Uh, Seamus, do you want to replug your name again? <laughs> I just no, stumbled you, over multiple times. No, no, no. Most of the people listening here are going to be following me anyway. Ooh, um, ooh that's yeah, arrogance. That's arrogance. No, some, Absolute arrogance. They don't have to say it every. They know, they know where to find me. We don't have to say it every week. You speak specifically wanted that in your contract when you started this you said my, uh, that my Twitter you, handle that thing you made me sign yes that was a contract that was a contract Ugh. I now have power over your yeah, estate power of attorney yeah <laughs> <laughs> but look thanks for joining us this week lads uh, we'll be back next week uh, there won't be any FPL fixtures to discuss but there'll be a fuck ton of new information that we can process tons of new information tons of it yeah uh, thanks for joining us yeah there's no arrows to be wished to be green this week guys because there are no arrows just enjoy your FA Cup weekend and uh, take uh, stock of your team don't make any transfers take a break from your FPL but follow us on Twitter because we'll be we'll be be chatting shit do we will and good night lads and God bless